right, it did it cut off. And then racism, blood. What's it racism? Sorry. Racism. <laughs> How you been, Jeez. bro? I'm good, man. I good, think. Yeah, I'm, not in bad, my, I'm, you're in my, I'm in the studio, so I was working. I was like, and I, so I'm about to log in through here. So that's why I have to talk into the mic. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, bro. No worries, man. No, I'm good, bro. Just like obviously doing these interviews, doing everything. And I heard, like, obviously, I know you're interested in it. So I was like, you know what? I need to get him on. <laughs> to get him on. I need to, we gotta hear, we gotta hear your sides, bro. We gotta hear what's going on. <laughs> no, yeah, bless, bro, bless, he, bless, bless, my guy. Yeah, man said he got the mic and everything. Yeah, word. This is professional. Nah, do you know what it is? Like, I, I was in my studio, so I had I was like working. Like, yeah. I was actually DJing and setting up, and I was like, Rob, because my Instagram is linked to yeah. the, the iPad here, I looked, mm-hmm. I got the reminder, I was like, oh shit. So I had to quickly jump in and then bam. Sorry, I mean, I'll shoot. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so. Oh, sorry, Big I messed up, up the man. Set, Don't watch my mic, get it. My <laughs> mic, get it. <laughs> bro, I, I even during quarantine anyway. Bro, I make the days count. I don't count days. That's long. I make the days count. Like, I can, there's so much to do. The amount yeah. of times people say, oh, if only I had more time. There's so much time. <laughs> do you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you been doing, like, a lot of mixes? What's, what's going on? Yes. Um, it's been mainly doing streams for different brands, um, different event brands. So, a few festival brands, a few nightclubs, um, yeah. a few clothing and shoes brands. And, um, and and so on and so forth. So it's it's literally, I'm I'm probably busier content, by way, content all the time. Yeah, but I'm probably busier by way of putting together structured streams and mixes and stuff now mm-hmm. than I am when I'm in Clubland. Because in Clubland I don't have time. I'm not here. I'm not at home. Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting a lot of work done now, man. Enough work. Nice, bro. So like, obviously coming here for a discussion, interview, you know, and everything. So I'm gonna get right to it, you know, because I've only got. So it's going to be short because I've got Scotty B after this as well. So I've got yeah, sure, man. Like, However you want to yeah. do it, bro. I'm with it. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, we're going to go jump straight in. So, um, yeah, so how did you start DJing? How did you get into it? Um, my brothers and my dad and them lot, they're all from the Soundboy era. So in Jamaica, it's very different to how it is here in the UK. Yeah. Um, and they were always around that environment. And yeah. it was just natural. It was a natural progression, I guess. I couldn't mix for forever. Um, I first started mixing with a guy called Jay Sweet, it's a producer. It was me, him, and Sebastian um, and SLB from Tough Love. So the three of us, we had a label called Sweet Beats, and um, we used to just buy every Sunship UK garage record there was, yeah. and 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 just try and do what we were doing mixing. Started out on vinyls. Um, it's still my dad and my brother's reggae vinyls and all their New Jack Swing and stuff like that. And we used to try and like do mad little mashup mixes of stuff that just wouldn't mix, <laughs> but we tried, and um, yeah, we had our little our little thing going on, man. And then, so from then, how did you get to you know DJ with uh, Black Bottle, blah blah blah, like Bella, all of that stuff? So the Maybach music stuff and that lot, um, that was more a case. I got headhunted by them. Um, yeah. I was just friend uni parties, you know what I mean? Like we ran a Monday night called Industry Ram every week. And the club sold Bel Air, but they were selling Bel Air at like I think it was forty-five pound a bottle. But if you book in advance, if you buy in advance, so you book before I think like six pm or something, you get it at half price. So I've got the only hip hop and R and B event in the city popping, like yeah. turn. You get it? And I'm selling Bel Air at twenty-two pound fifty in advance, bro. It was a wrap. So they approached me and they was like, "Yo, you're doing bits for the brand. We're seeing you online." 
come and mess with us. And I was like, nah, man, I'm getting money, bro. I don't know nothing about business. I'm, I'm, I'm from the hood, bro. All I know is to get money, innit? Yeah. I wasn't going to uni. I was just throwing events in uni. Yeah. Like, I was, like, that wasn't my thing. I was here in London. Anyway, after him trying with me for about two years, I said, all right, cool. Do you know what? Let's see what you guys can offer me. And they was like, all right, cool. So they put me onto a team called Black Bottle Renegades, which is like a first team. So um, I met various other DJs who were in line to be official Black Bottle boys. Yeah. I was like, right, cool, whatever. But I don't really care. I was just like, whatever, man. I'm getting money, man. I don't, all of this, I don't care about. I mean, I've got, like, I've got my thing that I'm doing. And then um, I, I turned them down again <laughs> working for them. And then okay. one day, um, a couple of years back, Rick Ross was here in the UK and he was doing a listening party at the beat for a Port of Miami 2 album. Mm-hmm. And um, they took me, one of the managers took me down to this club, the beat in central London. I was like, cool, let's go. And he took me into the, some back room and I was thinking like, all right, whatever, we're going to some little VIP spot. And then Rick Ross just walks up to me and goes, so you're the guy that's been making me money and blah, 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 and working with my brand. I'm like, yeah, but you're Rick Ross, my guy, like. <laughs> They handed me, they put my jacket on me, my yeah, yeah. official black, black ball boys jacket. Yeah. And then then and there on the spot was like, yeah, you're with us now. I was like, well, I can't really tell you no, can I? <laughs> and then, um, that's was, mad, that's mad. From I agreed ever since then, Yeah. with the whole Maybach music thing and that lot, um, it's been on the up and up. They know that I make music. So in Europe, I'm one of the international, sorry, I'm one of the European talent scouts. Yeah. So I look for the new talent to take forward with the team. Um, and when they're not here in Europe, I get the call and I go and DJ with them. If Sam Sneak can't make it, they'll call myself or one of the other team members. But it's dope. That's so. crazy. That's crazy. Like, so when did you start producing? Did you always, were you always producing from the start or that was that just kind of after Black Bottles? Kind so, of no, 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 no. So production was where we started. Um, like I said before, so it was myself, yeah. Jay Sweet, who um, was one of the producers from Jamie's album Integrity, mm-hmm. and SOB, or DJ SOB at the time, okay. who's one half of Tough Love. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that was the so three of us. Th- that was, a, okay. Yeah, and that's what, and that's what we've done. We was in Jay's mum's house in his bedroom trying to make tunes the first tune we made was a four-way tune it was me us three and dj cameo and we put our tune called high grade yeah um done five thousand units made some dope money got signed to polydor it was like raw and we just kept it moving our base was mm. uptown records in in central london oh, okay, okay so um with that being the hub with universal music up the road we always had a and r's popping in we had promoters coming to sell tickets to uh, give us tickets to sell producers coming to drop off their vinyls you know, that's where I met a lot of the old school garage guys. You know, Artful Dodger, Sticky, Matt Jam Lamont, all these guys. So, um, yeah, yeah. it was a good network to be in. <clears throat> so, who in the industry do you kind of look up to DJ wise? EZ and Jazzy Jeff, hands down. No one can't tell me nothing about them, man. They're EZ. And I know <laughs> some fighters because I've, I've been there, un- I've been both their understudies, innit? Yeah. But as people, in terms of what they do, their men are happy to help you grow. Mm. As, as not only as DJs, but as individuals that become DJs, you know, I look up to them and they're heavily. Then you've got a man like DJ Angelo, second to none. Top class DJ, uh, Martin Too Smooth, an amazing personality as well as a DJ, as well as Andy P. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yes, there's, you know, there's a look up to you, definitely. 
So what? Where do you see yourself in the like, next couple of years? You know, and like after quarantine as well. Where do you see yourself going? <laughs> well, let's hope quarantine don't last a couple of years. <laughs> I um, mean, yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like I found my lane. Yeah, like I've 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 done I've done festivals. I've done tours. Yeah. I've had tracks signed. Even now, I'm producing for for a major record label. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, you know, I could put on one of my beats now. Do you hear it? Like, um. I can I can actually preview something I made yesterday, <laughs> just like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I think I found my lane, and I think not to say <clears throat> I'm going to be where I am now in a couple of years, but I'm going to just continue to be me, but evolve into a better version of me. Yeah, Do you get it. So um, like I get paid a certain amount to to produce a beat now. If the beat gets signed, I, I feel in a couple of years I'll be at a point where when you're calling DJK, you got the check ready. Type yeah, yeah. you know and that's as a producer but as a dj i'd like to continue to do tours and continue to do shows of artists and such so, so yeah. what's been like the highlight so far the highlight of my life um well, no highlight of the dj like dj career the highlight of my dj career um i'll show you i'll show you this this is a Rain TTM 57. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the very first Serato mixers ever to be um, so popular on the market of his time. Yeah. TTM 57 SL. This is Jazzy Jeffs. Um, yeah. We've done a shutdown show and um, it was in Southport Weekender. Mm -hmm. And I opened up for him and went on after him. And he saw the amount of sauce that I brought on my set as a beginner. I had no idea who I was, but he saw that I got a lot of respect from all the older DJs. Yeah. The Ronnie Harrells and so on and so forth, who else was there. And because I know all of those guys from before and I've worked my way up through the ranks and earned their respect. Yep. And he enjoyed my set so much and gave me his, his tour mixer. It was the end of his tour. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the no highlight. Let me just put this back. I don't, I, don't even think, I don't even think you can even like compare anything to that one you know yeah like this it's a beautiful feeling man nothing yeah, tops like that jazzy jeff you know like yeah yeah, yeah. uncle jazz, jazz. <laughs> uncle jazz. <laughs> but yeah bro like so obviously the dynamics of the scene is moving pretty quickly yeah and like you know for a fact like obviously you paved your way early and like now you're seeing a lot of people coming up for um and it, with the help of technology and stuff yeah. Where do you like? What's your what's your opinion on everything in terms of like the the game now, the how it was back then? You know, evolution is always going to come into it, innit? People used to ride yeah. horses. Now they drive cars and fly planes. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. Do you know what I mean? I think the digital age is. I think it's an amazing place to be right now. I mean, if I could tilt the camera, you'd see I've got my my Technics in front of me. Yeah. Like I got. Hold on. Let me try. Let me show you. Can you see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've got my Technics in front of me, yet I've got my MacBook and an SP1. I'm able to use the foundations of DJing and incorporate upgrades, digital upgrades, to make my, my, my set with much more flavor and much more style. And if I'm honest, a lot easier. Yeah. Cars first came in, now cars got cruise control. Now you've got Teslas that can drive themselves. So I think it's a great time to be. I'm not a naysayer. I'm not on those, oh my God, no, you have to start buying all that. Shut up, man. Chat rubbish. <laughs> like, I love where we are now, and I think it's yeah. great. Um, I think it's important that DJs do learn the foundation 
of DJing, um, as in crowd reading, the culture of DJing, if you will. I think it's important for a lot of DJs to understand the culture of being a master of ceremony, you know, um, rather than just trying to get gassed and go, yeah, I'm a DJ, you know. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, but I do definitely think the introduction of the digital DJ by way of all of the technical stuff, technological stuff, um, I think is something that the DJ world should be thankful for. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's it's crazy how everything's changing. Like now, you just pick up a laptop, get a little deck, you know, and you start and you can start DJing. Like before, everything was vinyl. I wouldn't say you can start DJing. I say they can pick up, get a laptop, True. grab themselves a controller, and start playing music. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say they can start DJing. I wouldn't. Okay. I, I think anyone that says that is rubbish. Okay. You're chatting rubbish. You're not. <laughs> but you're not, though. True, true, true. I can go and get a bunch of combs and some shampoo now and say I'm a hairdresser. No. I just know how to run some products through people's hair. I'm not a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? So is that, is that, is that, where, is that where the divide is now because of, because of technology advancing? Well, DJ is fashionable, isn't it? DJ gets, yeah. you, you know, you can fuck girls. You can you can get a guest list. You can you can do all this type of shit. Like you can. There's a lot of Faze, stuff you can do. Faze knows about this. No, the reason why Faze knows is because do you know what? I won't even tell you. I'll let Faze tell you, and he knows what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say it. I'll just let Faze tell you. Yeah, and he knows. <laughs> he, no, trust me, Faze is my little bro for life. Yeah, yeah. He lives up the road. That's my like my heart there. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, I think a DJ coming in. Rah, I've got a controller. My my parents are rich, so I've got the latest MacBook, the latest controller. Yeah, and I downloaded bare music from DJ City. Mm. I'm now going to be a DJ. Yeah. Mm. That can go one of two ways. Yeah, it can go raw. You found something that you fell in love with, and you was fortunate enough to have the finances to get the best of the best of what's going to be needed to do what you got to do. Great, and I think every DJ would love that as a starting point. Or it can be a case of you're a bandwagon guy. And that's where you came from. Definitely. So I don't think that man deserve a pass. I don't. Or them gal. I don't like think he deserves a pass. The scene is like full of them, basically. The scene is. The scene is. But then a lot of people need to explain the difference. You know? Of course, yeah. Um, DJ Faze, I'm not going to put him on blast, but as a prime example of a DJ who had no guidance coming into the game. Mm-hmm. And he will tell you, and it's not a disrespect, but he'll tell you, I took Faze under my wing and introduced him to structuring yourself as a DJ, branding yourself as a DJ, treating yourself as a business, at the same time not forgetting, you love this thing, eh, man? Fall in love with it. Let the music take you on a journey and express that to other people. Remember, music is a sound of emotions, you know? Yeah. Everyone's got a wedding song, well, lad's holiday song, journey. all these different things, you get me? Yeah. Take them there, man. Don't just be like, yeah, man, I'm playing top 10, I'm in here, blam, let's yeah. go. Bruv, yeah. get out, man, get out, get out, get out. That's the same brothers that's coming in at 10 o'clock and at 10.05. I go, oh, God, like, damn, man. Get up, man. So true, 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 true. What, what are you doing if you hear that? What are you doing? Absolutely nothing. I just remember not to book a man. True, true. Yeah, they, listen, at the end of the day, if a man wants to do that, if 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 a man says to me, raw, okay, man, I like what I go on, rare, 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 I'll have a yeah. conversation in it. Yeah? Or if I'm if I have that kind of a relationship with someone, cool in it. But I might ask about it like, oh, bro, you know, you was getting in early still, you know, bro. <laughs> like, have you thought about trying this? I might suggest something. I'll never be selfish. I'll try and suggest mm-hmm. knowledge is free. If I've got it to give to you, we gotta pass it on, innit? Of course. But some man really believe that that's their thing. 
and sometimes you've got to stub, stub your toe and remember that once you buck your toe, now you've got to get up and kind of get on with it. Do you get it? Yeah, of course. I'm not writing everything. I'm not. I think they just need like a, a reminder that you've got to do this for the love and passion as well, not just for the 100%. sake of 100%. Not just for the sake of it. Well, again, music is something that we love, innit? Yeah. And that's why DJs do what we do, because we love it. Like, I don't trust a DJ that don't dance. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust a DJ that don't dance. Many men will say that about me. Men about, okay, I've never seen you dance. I, I get busy with it, but you just, I'm shy in it when it comes to that. <laughs> I have to be drunk enough to be dancing, bro. I cannot be dancing. Nah, like... man, they get me. But I just, but my character generally outside of yeah, DJing, yeah. When, when you're dealing with DJ K, I'm yeah. hype on the decks, innit? All yeah. of that, I'm in it. But Christopher as a person, I'm quite introvert. I'm quite like, raw. if I don't know you, I'm just over there, innit? I know yeah, who I know in it, and that's it. So are you, that, how are you like DJing? Like, are you do you like people in the booth, or do you like now nah, get out of the booth? I'm, I just want myself. Nah, man, I'm here for that, man. I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. <laughs> come, man, come, come, come. Just don't be idiot, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. see. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that, but obviously, like, if if it's, if it's someone who I'm close with or whatever, invite them out uh, into the booth. But yeah, not, yeah, but not if, like, if I'm playing like some ratchet hip hop, I want to see you too. T- like, it's a show in it. Yeah, true, true. You get it? So I want to see the gal and bend over and do what you're doing. And if I got like a little, like I played in um, Blake's in Gravesend, and yeah. to the right of the DJ box, like you can actually stand on where it is. And there was one brother, and he was, br- he had some moves on him. I was like, bro, come and get involved, climb up on the thing, put him up there. Yeah. Like, do you get me? Now, I don't like men like that, but it was entertaining to yeah, see yeah. him do what he's doing. There were some girls that was kind of ratchet and doing their thing, but girls come get in the DJ box, brought the cameraman, get involved. I like it. I like to party. Mm. But I'm mm. reckless anyway. I'm a bit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> see, I don't trust you, man. <laughs> I think we, you know, we, 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 we all know about me, you know. You know about that. <laughs> you know about the Rain <laughs> You know, sometimes it just, you know. <laughs> branding there. Branding. Bit of branding. Just, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> well, we all know what I'm like, innit? So, that, you know, yeah, I like yeah, to party. Yeah. So, what's been, like, your best gig, like, that you've done and you've walked away, like, no way, I just shelled this. Uh, white in Miami, Un- undoubtedly. Um, big shouts out to Money Mike. How, do you, how did you get that? How did you get that? Hustled, literally hustled. So I was out there um, about, I think, 21 or 22. But I was out there, it had to be 21 or 22. Yeah. And um, I was with my cousins, my brothers, and whatever else. And we're on the strip in Miami where all the clubs are. You know what I mean? You got to live a little bit further up at the top and it goes right the way down. Yes. Dolphin Mall in the middle, straight on the other side. And um, I was there and um, we were surrounded by women because they like English guys out there, innit? So I'm like, you know, top of the morning, crumpets, EastEnders, all that. So doing my thing, yeah? <laughs> Talking bad crap. Honestly, that's what I was doing. And um, the dude came over and was like, yeah, what's up, players? Are you coming to the club tonight? And I was like, I'm trying to spin. He was like, oh, what? So, you, were you a DJ? I'm like, yeah, man. I do my thing. DJ from England, but can you drop it like it's hot out here? I'm like, of course I can. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Mike was like, look, you know, these out here get paid my money. Like, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're hot with it, then I'm going to give you this much. And if you ain't hot with it, you owe me this much. Mm-hmm. So, me bet. Let's do it. Went up in there. Started shutting down. And at this time was when um, DJ Khaled was out. Like, he was out, out. But Khaled was in the club as well that night, okay. that same night he was in okay. the club. Um, unannounced, I literally came through. 
And again, it was dope because Khalid saw me and was like, yo, he's hot. And I'm like, yeah. So Money Mike was like, yo, that's dope. So I, I never met Khalid. I, I mean, I've met him now. But um, I, met, I, I met Khalid, I think, four years ago. But um, that night, Khalid recognized that I was a dope DJ. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm with it. And Money Mike paid me my money. and was like, yeah. And I shut it down in Miami, bro. Shut it down. That's like Miami scene is different. That's what I want to do. Like Miami scene, all of that, like American scene in general. Yeah, dope. Would you would you say would you say Miami's better than UK? My, Miami's better than the UK because the culture is different in the states. Regardless, yeah. do you get it? So the culture in the UK. Do you think because it's twenty one plus out there as well? Um, I mean, yeah, but young girl and young brothers in a club, they fake ideas everywhere you go. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's true though, isn't it? But the culture of the people at, as people is different. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? And the things they appreciate and expect from a DJ and from a nightclub environment, they're happy to pay for. And the level of bougie-ness is followed up by the level of money spent. Mm -hmm. You know, but then at the same time, the level of money spent is supported by the amount of entertainment you get. People go out to have a good time. <coughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So which artists have you DJed for, and like, is there any artists you DJ that you would like to DJ in particular after quarantine? <sighs> Who have like I DJed for? Um, I've DJed for, for a few. Um, obviously, name a part. couple. Name a couple. <laughs> All right, so I've done the whole Maybach team. So obviously, Ro Rose, Wale, um, Wiz Khalifa, um, Ray Stremmerd. You know, um, I've dealt, I play with some old school artists. I play for like Cisco, um, Jagged Edge, um, Horace Brown, Keith Sweat. Um, I've done UK artists, but then I know a lot of the UK man them in it. So I'm cool with section, I'm cool with storms, I'm cool with gigs, I'm <coughs> like, to get it. So um, we've done the UK so man them, but yeah, the UK, the UK lot. Under your belt. Do you know what it is? They're big names to man them, but to me, they're man them. Does it make sense? Yeah, like I'm from South London, innit? I'm, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm from Mitesfield Estate, moved out from there, like Vassal Road, blah, blah, blah. Brixton is the playground where I've grown, innit? Family in Peckham, family in Hare, family in Croydon, all the rest yeah. of it. So being around the Mandem was never a thing, innit? Do you know what I mean? So mm. to everybody else, it's rah, 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 rah. But when I call a certain man by his first name, it's because his mum knows my mum. Yeah. Do you get it? It's, it's, circle, it's in your circle. Mm. So that's kind of. Names are just names, innit? That True. makes sense. Yeah. Them and eat, sleep, and drop number twos like everyone else. So, what's what's three tips you'd give to like up and coming DJs in the scene right now? Humble yourself. Before anything, humble yourself. Yeah. The word DJ doesn't make you a celebrity. So know who you are, and by humbling yourself, you won't be in there rushing the dance, for example, playing out tune from early and getting dissed off by other selectors. And I'm going to tell you. A true thing. Remind me, I've got to tell you when I got dissed. Yeah, and I'll explain yeah. to you why. Okay. Um, so one, definitely humble yourself. Um, know your lane. Know where your position in this thing, innit? Certain man that come in and go, yeah, I'm a DJ. What do you play? Everything. I think you chat so much rubbish. I'm like, bruv, shut up, man. You don't play everything. Like, you may have every genre of music, but you don't play everything, innit? What do you, mm. Like, that word open format, is really, I don't understand it. <laughs> How come you don't understand it? Well, I don't understand it because I can play every genre of music, yeah? yeah. At one point in my career, my main focus was dancehall, yeah? yeah? Straight bashment, heat, 
Anything outside of that, cool. But I was with a sound called Top Boys. But our thing, we'd come in, Bashman, and that was our set. Yeah. yeah. But I then transgressed from that. I was like, all right. And now I want to do UK garage, hip-hop, like yeah. funky house. So I, I, I then was more of a garage, funky house kind of DJ. But then I also grew from that into R&B and hip-hop, and that's where I found my passion. R&B and hip-hop is what I do. I'm a specialist R&B hip-hop DJ. And I love that of all of the ages. And I've always carried that as a culture, as a youth, right the way through to a grown man DJ, innit? Yeah. So I can play everything, but as much <laughs> as I can play house, I'm not taking a house booking. What for? As much as I can play soca, I'm not taking a soca booking, blood. If mid-set a man says, yeah, man, bounce a couple of soca, cool. But you're not going to catch me at Audio yeah. Hall. You're not going to catch me at Flags or one of them dances doing my thing. Why? Because that's not my specialist field, innit? I'm not saying that I can't do anything else, but I know I'm a hip-hop DJ. Yeah. So know your lane and know where you are. Stop overselling yourself. You don't need to do that. Your time will come. Yeah. So that's point number two. And I think point number three will be investing yourself. You know, and by that, I don't necessarily mean spending money. I mean time. You know, learn, hone your craft. Learn to respect other DJs. Learn to respect the culture of, of DJs. Learn to respect the culture of clubbing. Learn to respect the culture of radio. Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? Not just to respecting, but again, when it comes to the money side of it, invest in yourself, man. Become a brand. You know it's something in front of you. First thing I did is put my DJK hoodie <coughs> and made sure yeah. my screen on the back was ready with all my logos and blah, blah, blah. Why? Because it's an investment in that's myself. Your brand. That's, it's that's how I'm going to present myself to the masses as a business <coughs> and as a brand. At the same time, that shows my passion. Yeah. So that'll be my third point. Definitely invest in yourself. Yeah. Humble yourself. Yeah, and invest in yourself. Yeah. yeah so you go back to the time you were cussed out. Like, what happened with that? So I got this large up man like Bruce, you know, big selector. So I got cussed because I had to get cussed. I remember I was playing a set. And um, I had an MC called Glamzino and a man called Dixie from Galflex. Yeah, large yeah. up simple Simon C popped his head in. Yeah. And I was rushing the dance. And I'll never forget. And I remember I played Eskimo dance. I played Eskimo, yeah? The Wiley tune. Yeah. And as the tune dropped, I was already mixing it out. And the man was like, brother, what are you doing? And I was playing for myself. Like, I just want to just draw gear, draw gear. I want to show off. Keep in mind, I wasn't even playing no big set. I think I was playing like 12, 1 o'clock. Okay. Dance finishes at 6 in the morning, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the man put his hand on the vinyl. Bow! DJK. Now, I'm the, uh, for those particular guys who are hosting my set, they're very prominent in their marketplace. Yeah. And I'm the younger cousin of a very well-known DJ for their marketplace. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, he passed away recently. Now, I had to get batted up. A man stopped the crowd and said, DJ, stop rushing the thing. You're not playing for EZ right now. Take time. Stop shooting your load so early. I'm like, Brad, let me do my thing. He goes, Blood, know yourself. This is a man who's almost 10 years my senior. Yeah. Told me, know yourself. In, on the mic, you know. In front of everyone. I had, <laughs> I had a girl in the crowd saying, listen yeah. to him when he's talking. I never had no hair on my beard. Bell, like bull's belly dropped. <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say to you? <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah. And then do you know what he done? He said, all right, start again and made me continue my whole set and finish my set embarrassed, sweating, dripping. Not because it was hot, 
because I was embarrassed. Was embarrassed, yeah. And when I came off the set, vexed with him, man. Suck him, mum. Idiot, whatever. Yeah? I said that under my breath. I'd never say it to him. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> people don't say it, never. Too scared. <laughs> so, he took me to one side. Simon will tell you, it's a true thing. He took me to one side to come here, Christopher. <coughs> Drew me up. He said, what's up? And he said, blood, you have to listen and you have to learn. He said, you've been around us, man, long enough to know why God. You had a time to shine and you didn't shine, blood. He missed it. He's like, you was there showing off too. Nobody cared. He's like, no one cared about what you was doing because you was ruining the dance, blood. What the hell was you doing? We jumped on your set because you can't host. You yeah. can't MC, so we done it for you. And you just put your head down and just started drawing gear. Take time, blood. And later on, DJ Mex came on, and we used to call him Dubplate Mex back in the day. That's Giggs' DJ. Yeah. Yep. Yeah? And Mex bodied the rave. Bod, bod. <laughs> Mex put a hole in the place. You get me? Because mm. at the time, their man stopped me. I would have ruined Mex's set. Yeah. Because Mex was there for a particular set. Do you understand? So then man you have, to do your, you have to make you do your part. You have to kind of play your part, basically. But I've never had to be cussed out again, ever. And I learned from that you experience. From and I will yeah. gladly pass that on to man. DJ Faze will tell you, I've had to check him in. So I've had to put him in place. Jay, we again. Come back. Like, you know, learn. Be prepared to let the others show you the foundations and the basics. No one yeah. said you've got to do it like this. But take this and make it your own. A driving instructor teaches you how to drive. But you learn how to drive your car the way you want it. Definitely. That's crazy, though. Like, I don't even, <clears throat> I don't know how you, like, face that. I face it because I had to. <clears throat> yeah, true, you had to. I had to. to. No, I, I ain't got no choice. What, what am I going to do? How do you, okay, do you, do you drive? Yeah. Okay, so how do you face being taught to drive? Because, like, so, you want to do it and you, like, you have to face, yeah, you have to face it. To be honest. There's nothing, listen, everyone yeah. gets it. Anything you know right now, you didn't know at one point. Anything true. you can do right, right this minute, you was doing wrong beforehand. Yeah. That's it. No one goes and gets it right straight away. You think of you course. do, but you don't. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a big lesson right there. You get it? And that's why when I say something, and I told my when I say raw, he's rubbish or he's chatting breeze or da 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 da, it's never coming from a place of negativity mm-hmm. or to bad man up and blah, blah, yep. blah. It's just me talking it as I see it. Like, bruv, that's, that you chat rubbish. Shut up, that's, that's nonsense. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Or this, that, and a third. But I'm not going to say that, but then not offer a lesson with that. Yeah. You get me? Or if I don't know myself, I'll listen, learn, and maybe think about it and try and look at the way I see things as well. We learn each one, teach one, innit? Okay, Remember so going back to about. that as well, do you think it's hard for DJs to approach, like, higher-up DJs in the, in, the, in the industry for advice? And not at all. It's just hard to access them. Okay. A lot of people can't, they're not within reach. Did you get it? Yep. Or they're not within your immediate reach, I should say. Yeah? Like, speaking to EZ is not, it's not an easy task. Mm-hmm. But then you've got to also remember, I could call EZ now, yeah? I could actually call him on your live if you, like, you get me? I won't, but understand that to have that conversation, you and about a thousand other DJs in your postcode. <coughs> Not to mention worldwide, mm-hmm. want to have that conversation. Yeah. So on that basis, it's going to be very difficult to reach someone. However, if you're in a place and you're fortunate enough to, to, to have that conversation, <coughs> so be it. When I met DJ 279, the number man, he's an old school hip-hop DJ. 
he's the oracle to me. Anything hip hop related, I have a conversation with him. Him, Shorty Blitz, and DJ Swerve. I found myself outside Choice FM. I needed to meet the guy. I needed to have a conversation yeah. with him. So again, I invested in myself, got on that bus from Brixton to, 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 to where I had to go, and bucked him, introduced myself, and I built a relationship. And now that's uncle too. <laughs> <laughs> They're all uncles, man. They're all uncles. Of course, man. <laughs> no, but... Is it is like the radio scene a thing for you as well, or just like mainly just do clubs, festivals? Um, no, nah, radio's dope. I mean, I'm on <coughs> Flex FM 101.4. Um, I'm doing my show from home at the moment. Um, but yeah, radio's definitely something I, I've, I've, I've looked at. Um, I'm looking at the current style of DJ and presenter at the moment, and whether I fit the dynamic of the stations that I'm talking to. I'm currently in yeah, wherever I fit the t- <laughs> I'm not going to say who I'm talking, I don't want to jinx yeah. But um, I have been approached, and I'm, I'm having talks at the moment, um, okay. and it's, and it's got to work both ways. Yeah. I can't be selfish and go, yeah, right, I can put this beside my name. It's got to work both ways. You know, of I course. turned down Choice FM or Capo Extra back in the day um, because I didn't feel that they were right for the it direction right that I wanted to go. And it's that simple. It wasn't. And um, some people think I was crazy for that, but... Mm. It just, it would be that I have to change the ways that I do. And I don't want to wake up every day to be something I'm not or do something that I don't want to do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Big shout out to Alan Brendel, just jumped in, another pioneer DJ. You know, has very much taught me a lot of stuff along the way. He calls me mummy's boy. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Oh, you mummy's boy, yeah? That's a long story. So it goes back to the days I was on Warfare. Long story, yeah. I used to call up to. to to, to shout me out and talk to me mommy's boy <laughs> shout out to Alan Brando man my brother <laughs> <laughs> so bro what, what other areas in the UK like do you want to DJ at if you haven't already DJed at or what scenes do you think is popping right now in the UK you know um, I had some downtime where I've been focusing more on production and just sticking to my residency so um, yeah. Wednesdays I was in Cambridge, Thursdays I'm, I'm in London doing a bashment single style or Gene or the Mandem. Um, Thursdays I would, uh, sorry that's London, Fridays I'd be yeah. in Kent area and then Saturdays I'd be in the Bristol area and then Sundays I'd come back and bounce around Shoreditch. Um, every night you're doing something. Trying, trying, but it's my career isn't it? So, um, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, at the moment Again, I'm, I'm a work. I'm what you call a working DJ. To get it, um, I was with an agency for a little while. Didn't really work for me. Um, we, we didn't work for each other. Actually, I think it's safe to say. Um, but I'm able to do the bookings that I want to do that help me as a DJ and aren't just paychecks. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So where would I want to be? Uh, I don't know, bro. I guess I'm where I, I guess I'm where I want to be. Like. I've never really thought about that, but I guess I am where I want to be. You know, I could call up the guys at ministry tomorrow and go and play there if I really wanted to. Like, yo, let me get a set. All right, cool. Come on, Kay. Like, I think my reputation and my work rate and the person that I am, respectfully well, and humbly, helps has helped me and it, it places <clears throat> me where I need to be. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with saying I need help. I'm okay with saying I need work. Um, but the job that I do, DJs and promoters... I'd like to think, Touchwood, believe that it's going to be a job that is worthy and that they're happy to pay for. Yeah. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so what, what's your take on like the London scene at the moment? Because I know you're not a big fan. <laughs> no, but you know what? Okay, let me explain something to you. Yeah? As soon as you say the London scene, it's got so many different scenes, yeah? The central London DJ scene, I think, is whack. I think they're all shit. All of them. All of them. They're all rubbish. And the reason why, yeah, they're fashion. A lot of them are fashion. No, not all of them. I stand corrected. But a large portion, an extremely large portion. There are yeah. certain DJs who man would consider, oh, you're a fashion DJ. I hear a lot of DJs talking bad about Charles Prince. And I'll say names, innit? Yeah? Now, I used to think Charles Prince was rubbish. Until I looked into him, yeah? But Charles Prince is an amazing international DJ. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he could come to the ends yeah. and juggle in that marketplace. I think he'd get eaten alive. But for where he is and what he does, I think he's sensational. I think he's a great showman. I think he's a great DJ. He knows the right selection. He plays the right UK and international music for the market that is there, yeah? But in central London, you find a lot of DJs who are fashion DJs. Oh, here's my guest list. Can I play prime time? Sorry? You know, I remember yeah. I was in um, I was in Mayfair, and I'd gone there, and, and I think I told you this. Um, you know, yeah. I found these two French girls outside that I knew, and obviously I walked up to them, spoke French to them, how are you, blah, 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 the rest of it, let's go party. And I lied. I was actually there to meet the celebrity that I was supposed to be there with, and he was coming with his team, but I just arrived from the concert from early in it, so, and I'm there, Christian Louboutins, Gucci this, proud of that, blah, 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 diamonds, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I lied, I goes, yeah, my name's on the guest list. And she went, yep, 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 come on in, are these girls with you? I said, yeah. <laughs> so I'm there, gold watch, shining, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And they put a VIP wristband on me. Took me to the VIP. Okay, interesting. Now I knew my name was on the list. Category I gave them my government name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I knew it weren't there. <laughs> so I'm in there now. And um, one of the guys walked past me, you know, I've got in there, they've handed me a bottle. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, interesting. See how this goes, innit? Like, and funny enough, I was with, I was right next door to the artist table. Yeah. So anyway, doing my thing. And um, guy comes up to me, starts talking to me casually. Oh, yeah, man. Great party. What do you think? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's dope, man. I can't wait till so-and-so arrives and he performs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man. And, and I've gone, yeah, so I DJ a little bit myself. Oh, you DJ? Yeah, man, here's my card. You should come and play for me. You've seen me with two girls plus another group of girls that I know. I've got, you know... LP and whatever else I got on my table. I'm dressed in designer gear and I've gone, I'm a DJ. And you've gone, you should come and DJ for me. Mm -hmm. That is West End. Yeah. So, no, I don't <coughs> rate them, man. Then. Like I said it with my whole chest, I don't rate you, man, because that's how, that, that's your thing? Shut up, man, get out of here. What is that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? That's, that's because... Like obviously they didn't, they weren't even interested in like your mixing, or they didn't even want to know if you could mix even, <laughs> like even if that. Bro, he didn't even ask me my DJ name. <laughs> he just goes, you got, you got to come down. You know what? You should come and DJ for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll give you a call tomorrow. I don't think I ever called him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had no idea about it. Nothing. Didn't interest you, innit? It just didn't interest you. You saw me speaking a foreign language to foreign girls wearing designer gear in a VIP, and I said I'm a DJ. Yeah. Get out of there, man. <laughs> and I find that is in the West End. And in, in outside of the West End circuit, you know, mm. it, you're required to work. You're required to show and prove. Yeah. Work your way through the ranks, learn yourself, educate yourself, know your position in this thing and be humble. Mm. You know what I mean? So, do I think anything so will change with Central yeah. London clubs after lockdown? 
No, it'll get worse. <laughs> everyone's got. Of course it will, because everyone's going to. Okay, so the business side of it is people need to recoup money that's yeah. been lost during this time, innit? Yeah, of course. So as a result, um, they're going to open up with more nights and more days, and it's either going to be the same DJ doing multiple nights, and honestly speaking, and I'll be the first to put my hands up and admit it, we get complacent, you know, and some of us strive to play different sets, but there's certain things that are signature that we're going to do in our sets. Yeah. And eventually, you're going to start to roll all of your days into one. Yeah? It happens. It's just a natural order. Yeah? So, will it get better? I don't think so. Um, because the West End is quite in inclusive. They, there's the same... They go, back to the, they go back to the same. They don't go... They don't try and differ what they're doing. I'll give you an example, right? So, if you look at Pitch Darker Agency, right? Yeah. I feel bad because Charles Prince is team again. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not firing shots, but it's the only example I can use. Yeah? Yeah. They've got some great DJs. They've got some great... They've got some good DJs. They've got some DJs who shouldn't be on the agency. They've got some really good DJs. Now, the DJs that get nominated for the DJ of the Year Award, the award yeah. are those guys. They're their man. So you man run it, you man nominate it, and you share the award between each other. So well, there's I know 18-year-old like no <laughs> DJs who will body their man, who's been DJing for all of three, four years. Yeah. But they're so invested in what they do, they'll annihilate their man for fun. DJ Phase is one of them. Young shooter, cold, cold. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Phase Live as always. He's calm, he's a calm DJ. Cold, you're welcome. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to thank you. I've got to thank nah, you nah, for that. Nah, I, I take, no, I take no credit for DJ Phase. Phase, I, I, I wouldn't have it. <laughs> I, told, I gave Phase the basics, and yeah. Phase effed it up. He took it and was like, I'm going to eff this up. And he does. And he comes in, and no matter what place you put him, he gets the job done. Yeah. No, He leaves ego at the door and comes in to get the job done. And I big him up. Always, heavily, always, twenty-four-seven, and, and 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 that is regardless of the fact that I would have showed him anything. Somebody had to show me how to do what I do, and we and we passed the baton. I yeah. passed in the baton, and that kid ran the race and won. So big him up. I take nothing from him. It's all him. Definitely, man. <clears throat> so what's what's your take on uh, agency versus independent? So like, I feel like maybe. It, an agency could help you if you're just starting out to try and get somewhere. But do you feel like that? Do you feel uh, like it just depends on the person, or do you feel like an, ag an agency could go many ways for you? Um, I was with an agency, and um, the agency that I was with, they they paid me, and that's it. You know, um, I've left the agency now. We've parted company, and there's no there was no follow up with anything that had happened with the agency. Yeah? yeah? No, I lied. Two of the companies that I DJed for contacted me, and I said, I'm not going to DJ for you because, obviously, I've been with the agency, and respectfully, you know, regardless of how we yeah. parted, I'll still maintain that respect. But um, agencies, in my opinion... Right, you got you got DJ agencies, booking agents, and DJ managers, yeah? I feel an agency might look after every slug and lettuce out there, but you might not be a slug and lettuce DJ. So you go in, play how you're supposed to play for that service. So you provide them a service, and then you leave, and you get paid. Yeah. You've got booking agents who you can say, right, you know what? I, mm, I want to play for Applebaum. I want to play for Brooklyn Zoo. I want to play for all these Shoreditch 
underground hip hop events. Yeah. I want to play for Super Duper Fly. And say, so drop to call liaise and make it happen. And get those gigs. Then you've got your DJ managers. Yeah. They build you as a brand, introduce you to the world as a brand, manage your diary. You need to be here, there, da, 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 so your riders, X, Y, Z, yada, 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 yada. Agencies can be good. But agencies can also just pay you. And that's it. And the agency I was with, they were good for what they were doing, for what they were doing. But the agency in particular had a problem that I was heavily booked. We need you to not be booked. That says okay. you can DJs were starting out who are inexperienced. That doesn't help me. So it helped me financially. But as a building DJK brand, it did nothing for me. <coughs> and I guess so we like had to part company. It kind of depends on like the person and what you're doing. Yeah. <coughs> as well. Yeah. Does make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, like, again, some agencies like I remember I played at a venue in the West End. Yeah. And this particular venue told me they wanted me to play in this order throughout the whole night: one house tune, one chart tune, one R&B tune, and one cheese tune. That's how they wanted their night to run. And at the time, I was playing dance music. Body in the club. Dance music and remixes, and, and it was, they were going wild for it. And yeah. no one point was everybody on the dance floor. You, you know, that, that's an ideal scenario, but it wasn't the case for me. I don't think it's the other case for, for many DJs. But um, that's what the manager told me. The manager then went back and told the, the, the agency person, this DJ, da 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 but when I showed the agency person the videos, I was like, look, I've got up to an hour's footage here. This is non-stop heat. I guess I wasn't right for what they were doing, but yeah. that isn't right for me because I'm not going to walk into any rave and play house, chart, cheese, R&B in All that in order. One, in that order, yeah. I'm not an iPod shuffle, bro. <coughs> Get that. <laughs> not an iPod shuffle. I'm not. That's the other guy. That's not me. <laughs> I don't know who the other no, guy I is. I totally but understand that because, like, obviously it's for passion and love of music as well and, like, you don't want to be made to like to play what they want. I just didn't think it made sense. And I had to be yeah. real to myself. I'm here to entertain the crowd. Yes, I'm here to do the job I'm being paid to do. But I've got to remember that. This isn't, this isn't a DJK booking. Yeah. This isn't, well, okay, you're the man for this job. They've booked you and your name is up in lights. Da -da -da -da. I'm replaceable. So yeah. I, somebody else will be there next week. I'm simply there to do what I'm told to do. So that's me. Back, sorry. Yeah, and also, like, Natty just said this more about, like, the money for them. And it goes back to the fact, like, when managers and, like, promoters get annoyed that people are on the dance floor but not at a bar, which I don't understand either. So I'll tell you why that is. Um, I think you've got to remember, clubs, they, the, the revenue they get is from the bar. Yeah. So the market on alcohol is what it is. Yeah, of course. So you need people drinking yeah so if at the, if at, and that's why we've got high and low higher and low parts of a night and it's a dj's job to take you like this yeah. throughout the night people need to drink for the club to stay open especially if a promoter's hired the club a promoter might have a bar spend mm -hmm. the club was ran now there used to be a bar in, in, in the west end on maddox street i used to dj at, and we'd ram it every week shout out to kevin we'd ram it every week but we never had a yeah. big drinking crowd so it was ram just not a lot of drinkers. Just not a lot of drinkers. Okay. So we were making money, but they weren't. So we got kicked out. <laughs> because the company needs to make money. Of course. But in a way, if you're looking at it, it's a good thing that everyone's dancing, right? Then 
I mean, if you're dancing, it's good for the DJ. Be... <clears throat> True, but if you're dancing, the people are gonna get hot and sweaty. They're gonna go to the bar to drink. Whereas if they're enjoying themselves and just nodding, and, and they're at that point of the night, they're not yeah. at that point of the night. They're at that yeah. point, they gravitate to the bar and they buy rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then they move on to bottles, and then they move down from bottles. So it's an equal relationship between the, the DJ and the venue, mm-hmm. I'd like to think. Surely it can be the same with these dancehall events, most don't spend money. Yeah, like, dancehall... That's, that's rubbish, that's bollocks. That's, that's rubbish. bollocks. Of course it is. And the reason <laughs> being is because Shoreditch don't do bashment raves. Yeah. They don't do dancehall raves. I'm part of Dancehall Episode, one of the biggest international brands come out of the UK. Mm-hmm. Shoreditch don't do bashment raves. Don't come to one of my bashman raves and you'll see a bashman rave. The Caribbean crew, we love to spend money. We shell down the bar. We buy brown bottles, we buy Bel Air, we buy Rare Nephew. That's what we do as a culture. Yeah. So in the in Shoreditch, Shoreditch don't have bashman DJs. And I'll tell you that for free, because I've been to this bashman raves in Shoreditch and playing uh, I wanna do do the wickedest slam, mixing it with Ravers Gas, that's bollocks. <laughs> get out, you'll get a bun in the bashman rave for that. That's bollocks. So what I mean is, Shoreditch may have DJs who want to play dancehall music, but you Shoreditch don't have bashment raves, man. That's a fact. Oh, wait, where would you where would you say the best culture of bashment raves are? Like, where where's it, where do yours where do you do yours? So when we hold our bashment dances, we do north, east, south, west, inner London, outer London, all yeah. around the Europe. Do you understand? Like dancehall yeah. is, is is a culture. It's not as it's not a, yeah that's my that's a culture dance all is a thing and keep in mind I'm a hip hop DJ I'm a Jamaican so I make you lot know this in it dance all is a culture it's a lifestyle yeah yeah we jump up and down we run up and we we got dance moves we got singing songs we got bad man songs we got gallem songs all kinds of stuff you not only if you're not in a dance hall scene you only see one side of it yeah. and whatever side that is it may be you might see reggae and dreadlocks you might see daggering and jumping off speakers and blah 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 but you only see that you get it. So, in the UK and in Shoreditch, not even in the UK, sorry, in Shoreditch, I digress and I come back to what I said. Don't, like, Shoreditch is wicked for trap, wicked for underground trap and evolving music. But don't come and chat to me about dancehall. Shut up. There's about maybe <laughs> three or four selectors in Shoreditch that can yeah. draw a bashment heat and I mean a solid bashment set time. where you'll get respect. Time, what's time? What time bar? 2.55. Oh, time, 2.55. Oh, time, oh, wait, time. Is he talking about time, like, time bar? Or time, like... Yeah, time, t- I've been there, and I don't, I mean... Do I know time bar in Beckenham? But, um, you know, I ran some raves in it. Envy is my, Envy, oh, I you own you've done Envy, in it. you done Envy. That's mine, yeah. Oh, is that yours? Yeah. So we, you know, time's a great venue. Big shouts out to the owners. You know what I mean? Doing your thing. Uh, uh. Yeah. Bashment raves. A bashment dance can happen anyway. This is why... There's so many dance or dances that you don't even hear about that are just in spots in a house party even or one hall or whatever because it's a culture and you can't deny it. But in Shoreditch, so, leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. So outside London, mm. um, what kind of areas, like obviously you've got like Beckenham, Croydon, Bromley, Dartford, like all of these other places, what areas do you think are popping at the moment? Sure, um, so, so sure, like, I could tell you that. Got, yeah. Sheffield, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Bristol, you know, those type of areas. I know they're all major cities, but definitely popping. Definitely. JFG, mm. oh, we started seven love. minutes late, man. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, We're I'm just going to add Scotty B to it once I'm done. Like, I'll, I just yeah. DM'd him. I just said, like, just join it. I'll add you. So Shut I'll up, Herky, Keep it man. rolling. 
Lucky you're so proud when you're a bad boy DJ. Big up DJ Hersey, you know. Long time selector, my brother. Okay, okay. Yeah, word. This guy waff- you waffle, bro. I talk the things, you bad. I talk the things. I don't feel no way. True, true, true. Have you have you DJed in Manny or Birmingham before? Yeah, of course. I, I love those cities, you know. <laughs> Look at them Red Prince Sheffield, all side of Viper Rooms crew, yeah? And all them man there. <laughs> Old school Paris when they used to be open and all that lot. Yeah, my love of the Sheffield crew. Yeah, so what, 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 what do you think makes the Brum scene? Like, what do you think? Is it the DJs? Is it the people? Like, what do you think that makes... What, in the Midlands? Yeah. Um, well, you've got, you got, you got two different sides, isn't it? So you've got the, the Broad Street and all yeah. of them lot. And then you've got the underground lot. Mm-hmm. So Broad Street is dope, but it's divided into two, two sections, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got um, Curfew and all of his lot and the Bamboo lot. And then Leon and all of the 101 lot. And then everybody else in the middle in Arcadian. So if you're in, you're in. Um, you got your Nathan Dawes, your Ruskies, you know, um, 50-50, Jess Monroe, all them lot, which is cool. But you got a lot of these on the outskirts, also Wolves, surrounding counties. So I think it's a great scene, but they've got different pockets that do what they do. And even though they don't, let, although they don't let you in into their pockets, they're not gonna stop anybody else in their pocket outside doing their thing. Definitely, so, yeah. Midlands is great. <laughs> CV DJs that taught loads taught the most sense. True. <laughs> I told the it's truth. True, it's true. <laughs> big truth, big truth. So yeah, Mids is cool, but I just um the Midlands is, is definitely cool, but I think Mids is just like anywhere else though, isn't it? Everyone's got their yep. pockets of DJs. And and it's that simple. But you you don't think the London like okay, central London will change. Nah 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 nah. Them lot the way it is set up, they get paid. They get paid, their egos are stroked to get their dicks up every week, so them lot excuse my language, but but that's what it is. Keep it PG, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I'm up, again, I, I just talk straight. You know I mean? Forgive me. Um, large up my okay. brother suspects, yeah. all tight swans bro, and all the man. Quick one, yeah, quick one. Um, the live's going to end in like 20 seconds. And I've put 30 seconds, yeah. So like, and I think Scotty's going to come on. So I don't know if we're going to... Spit the question, bro. Hit me. No, no, no. I'm just saying I've got to end it now because it's got 20 seconds left of the live. That's calm, bro. Well, I hope I've been an inspiration and helped you out and just, you know, give you some gems to kind of take. No, I, didn't, I didn't even want to end it. Like, cool, <laughs> man. Listen, don't watch me, my guy. I'm bro, cool, don't I'm going gonna to get you back on, though. If, like, if you're free afterwards, I'll get you back on or something. Shout me, bro. I'm, I'm bro, here. Definitely. But, like, everyone who's joined in now, yeah, just, like, tune back in. Or log back in to Chris. Log back in, man, because he's going to cut, but log back in and give him a follow. <laughs> Thank you, bro. My bro.